You're here with Red Beans and Rice. Yeah, that's right. Red Beans and Rice. I'm Red Beans, and this is Rice. Hello. <laughs> Today, we're talking about dog training. Um, I got a puppy not long ago. You too, Sean. Yeah. What kind of puppy you got? I have a, uh, a little Roddy, or Rottweiler, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, he's got not a, a puppy anymore, but he was. Yeah, I had a little uh, little Great Dane. <laughs> and not so little anymore. <laughs> and, you know, with training dogs, um, it can be fun, but kind of exhausting at the same time. You have to have a lot of patience. Oh, yeah. Have you trained yours to do any tricks yet? Um not tricks, but like obedience stuff. <laughs> and that was, uh, I actually had a, a professional help with that. That was, uh, it was well worth the money. Um, because uh, I guess Rottweilers are kind of hard headed too sometimes. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about myself. You know, they say that you get the subconsciously get the dog that you are. My dog is super handsome too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny because my, uh, yeah, my dog's hard headed, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh so what does it do um well he used to just bulldoze through things and not even uh not listen and then you tell him to sit and he'll lay down and you tell him to lay down and he'll roll over uh, <laughs> just did not take instructions did the well. obedience work at the classes yeah, absolutely okay. man within uh it's like the first couple minutes man he learned the the whole thing about not walking through a doorway um, oh yeah so how do you get him to sit what's the um, command just to, to sit yeah, just sit the uh, sit. No, you're Asian American, so you, you assume you use Asian commands. Oh no, no, I gotta, I stick with the American side on that. I gotta props to the dad for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, but it would be really cool though if you had like secret commands. People you're wouldn't right. know what you're saying to the dog. Yeah, like attack. If I could say, <laughs> say Korean, that would be cool though. But um, I did. I taught my dog sign language. Oh yeah. So we put the hand up. And then create a fist, and when it creates a fist, it knows to sit. That is pretty awesome. Man. Yeah, and then you then you open your hand up again, and you hold your hand open, and that's stay. Huh. So then you can walk away or whatever, as long as your hand is up, like in a stop sign, uh, he stays. And then the moment you put your hand down, he goes. That is uh, that is really cool. Yeah, um, what? <laughs> and it just took a repetition over and over yeah. again like and it was hard sometimes because you could tell and if you have a treat or he wants to go get his food he's got to sit and wait until i tell him he can go get his food and you do that so that way you don't end up with dogs that just <laughs> rush you like when you put the food down you got to get out of the way because yeah, you yeah. know the hound's coming um so we trained him to stay patiently wait for his food and it's hard because you can see that everything in him just like wants to rush you and get that food yeah. but he's especially as a young puppy he everything in him is holding back yeah yeah but now after time over and over again he's got it down and it's like a routine he's even sitting sometimes before i put my hand up because yeah. he, he's like all right I, I got this yeah um yeah, and I think about that with the way that, that God trains us. Yeah. Because the way I have to get my dog to listen to me, he has to seek my face. He has to. Yeah. Like, if he's distracted, if he's looking at anything else, he's not going to get it. Straight attention. But if it's exactly, if it's like, hey, look at me, seek my face, 
look at my command, whatever that be, or my voice, whatever. And dogs read body language incredibly. Um, Then the dog starts to learn. And just like like the dog's all antsy to go get that treat or the food, I think we can be the same way. Yeah. You know, like we get impatient. We get ahead of ourselves. It's like, God, come on. I want this. I want this. I want this. Like, why is this not working out? And God is saying, sit. Yeah. He's putting his hand up and he's saying, wait, I'm working on you. Yeah. (laughs) I got something for you. Right. But you're not ready. And then over time, that consistency, we're kind of like, okay, okay. And the trust starts to build. Because what happened with my dog? He started to see that, hey, I'm going to get the treat. Like, I'm going to sit. And, and not that we're making this all rewards based, right? But it's oh, just okay. the analogy. He sees that, okay, the food's coming. It's yeah. going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's, there's happiness on the start. other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then trust starts to build. Yeah. And like the same in our walk with God. I mean, analogy, when I think back of like my walk, I see how impatient I was in the beginning. And I was like, God, I want this. I need this to happen. And I'm all antsy and just my whole day is not right. And the whole, now I see it's so clear. God was just saying, wait, (laughs) chill out. Um, And then that trust builds. And then it, it, it like starts to become more natural to where you can respond and say, okay, God, when something doesn't work out, it's like, okay, God, what are you, what are you trying to teach me now? Yeah. Let me sit. But the key is seek my face. Yeah. Uh, you got a verse for us on that? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in Hebrews um, 12, 2. But it says, uh, we do this by keeping our uh, eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. <clears throat> because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And now he is seated in a place of honor beside God's throne. Hmm. It says it all right there. Yeah, really. Seek my face. And then what? What It even goes on to say that he's got a place of honor. Yeah, it says uh, now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Yeah. Oh, man, that's um, that's how God works, you know? And yeah. we were joking earlier about those shock collars. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does it work with your dog? Yeah, you can... Uh... You could zap them um, with a button, you know, on a remote, um, and then they also got the the underground fence. You can for a barrier or a, uh, I guess a, was it a limit of where how far they can run before it shocks. Um, but yeah, you could actually send a warning first. You mm-hmm. can send the vibrate um, to the dog if he's doing something and and almost messing up. Uh, send him a zap him a little warning with mm-hmm. just the vibrate. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> or if he uh, if he's really being bad you can hit him with the zap and, and shock him in different levels oh man <laughs> intensities yeah and i see i think about that with the holy spirit <laughs> yeah. and you know especially if you got that invisible fence right and you start to kind of stray too far away and then it's like that holy spirit <laughs> kind of letting you know hey you know you're going the wrong way um get back on track come come closer you're getting too far from me yeah. Uh and sometimes we we need that shock collar uh to bring us back to him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, you start uh, learn, 
I guess learning the dog starts learning that the the shock's not worth it. You know, just to listen during the morning. Yeah. You know. Well, how many times have we experienced that in our walk too? Yeah. Where it's like we thought we knew better, or we thought it's not that bad, or I'll just try a little bit or whatever, and um, and then it's like there, there's God disciplines us. You know, we get a shock and it hurts, yeah. but it, it helps us learn the lesson. Like no dog gets an invisible fence and never gets shocked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right? Yeah. So, there, you know, God sets up parameters with us and say, hey, look, I want you to be holy. I want you to be set apart, be a, an example for all the other Christians. Um, and so, naturally, there's some parameters to, to live within, you know. Um, and just like any dog that goes and strays away, they're going to get zapped. Um, and so it's painful, yeah. but there's a purpose behind the pain, and that's to bring us back. To it's bring for us our own good, our own safety. Yeah. Stay, stay next to the house. And it, next, yeah, next, with that house being being God, it's not to push us away. It, right. It's it's not to discipline us and, and like punish us and hurt us. Right, right. The shock doesn't hurt the dog. Um, it it's to teach the dog, and so that's just how I see God working on my life. Is He's constant, constantly, you know, reminding me to draw near to Him. You know, the Scripture says, "Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you." Yeah. What's that one in uh, Psalm? Was it Psalm thirty-four? Yeah, I think it was uh, thirty-four, five through seven. But it says, uh, "Those who look to Him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces." In my desperation, I prayed, and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. So some people are going through a tough time right now, uh, especially with this uh, COVID-19. And they're struggling. And they're looking for some answers in life. And that verse right there just said, "Yeah, you know, if you come to me, if you see my face. my desperation, I prayed, you know. And my desperation, I prayed. Yeah. Now, your desperation can do two things. It can draw you away from God and anger and bitterness and resentment and why me or whatever. Or it can draw you near to God. And in my desperation, I what? Prayed. I prayed. That's the key thing right there, you know, because you're looking like you had mentioned, looking up. Yeah. You know, look, look to the Lord and uh, and talk to him about it, you know, because you can't do it on your own for sure. Yeah. And it's it's seek my face. Yeah. That's it. Yeah.